have an iPod anymore, but no matter. We're still podcasting, and this is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. He's Coach Randy. I'm Adam D. No relation, spelled completely differently. <laughs> great to be spending another week with you here, Coach Randy, on the podcast. It's great to be here. That was a great intro. That's one of the best ones you've had yet. Should I take a bow? or I, I think you should take a bow. I mean, the truth is that, no, we're four in now. Mm-hmm. Episode four, Hail to the Dad. The Dad. Episode four, Hail to the Dad. And we ended last week on a great song. If you could just like that be our intro again, if you could remind me of the song, Hail. Hail to the dad, he's the dad and he needs hailing. With apologies to my fellow Americans, a movie from the 90s with James Garner and Jack Lemmon. It, uh, it was a fine movie and that, that was the lasting impression that it made on me. <laughs> well, we're bad to the dad. Welcome. I want to thank our sponsors. we got sponsors. Mm, we have plural sponsors. Now. Plural. Oh, wow. Well, of course we have, you know, Bourbon Branding, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Bourbon cs.com uh becky berman we've known her for a couple weeks we've got a second one somebody somebody actually wants to get behind us someone not just get behind us also get in front of us if we can to help promote what we're doing let's hear all about it it is yscindex.com this is a really cool kind of program uh the guy that runs is his name is michael warwick Uh, he's a phd he was do you know michael i know i used to work with his wife no kidding yes wait wait that's right he worked with his wife right Dr. Suzanne Riley. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a yes. small world. Yes, so um, Michael, his son, Jacob, yeah. and my daughter, oldest daughter Jessica, were in the JCC together up in the Brody wow. Center. I'm, yes. having, I'm having a mind blow right now. I, I forgot about Amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah, so anyhow, he's sponsoring us. He's got this great program. He's a... He's, he's a, an analytic guy. He's a social scientist, yes. right? Uh, There's a lot of L&D guy. work. Yeah, and so uh, we, we met this past week. And he wants to work with club sports teams, rec teams, and programs to help them become more efficient, more effective at the sports that they do. Great idea. Uh, doing kind of 360 assessments, doing different kind of programs to help them become a better business that's applying their information to their parents and players. Uh, and he calls it YSCindex.com, your competitive advantage on and off the field. Thank you, Dr. Warwick, so, for being a part of the Bad to the Dad podcast yes. and supporting us. You know, and Great of course, board. Becky Berman, two sponsors, right? Berman Branding, wow. BermanCS.com. Four episodes in and we're overachieving. This is the Bad to the Dad podcast. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram, at Bad to the Dad, on our website, BadToTheDad.com. We have a merchandise store. Merch! Now. Merch! We've got gear. We've got serious gear. T-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatshirts. get them while they're hot. we got uh, tank tops. you got to wear a tank top. Which, I want to see you in a tank We've got to post you in a tank top. You know what? Maybe. I think I'll do that. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get a tank top and we'll show the dad bod. I'm a long sleeve T-shirt kind of guy. I might go viral. I think Ooh, we should go yeah, viral. Viral in a different way, yes. like in an illness kind of way. <laughs> We're bad to the dead. <laughs> All right. We're celebrating the suburban dad life. Suburban and dad the life. urban dad life. Don't want to leave out the folks who live in the city. The They're SDL cool and the UDL. All good. All good. All good. Put a hashtag on it, and it becomes real. <laughs> Anything with a hashtag always becomes real. That's the world in yeah. which we live. I had a good week. You had a good week. I had thanks, a good for week. A, thanks for asking, Randy. Well, I because I was concerned, and I'm glad that you mentioned it. I, yeah. was, I was I was sending you those uh, those vibes, those right? vibes, the force. Uh, but I, I love it. it's it's hail to the dad. That's the episode. Hail it's to President's the dad. Day weekend, so yes. we're going with a presidential theme, and it's hail to the dad. Hail to the dad, right? And as I hear that, I always remember uh, Blazing Saddles. I just got to throw it out there. Blazing Saddles with you know Mel Brooks 
and they play the the theme when he's you know he's uh, he's governor uh, uh, Le Penime. Le Penime, yeah. And they mm-hmm. play the do 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 as he's going back to go see his secretary when he's going back to you, do his. You business. realize that is, in my opinion, the third best movie ever made. The third best, yes. Third best. First is Raiders of the Lost Ark because it had everything. everything. Yeah, okay, I'm with that you. you'd want in a movie. Yep. And we'll talk about movies in another episode. Yes. Second, believe it or not, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yes, not the one that just came out. No, but the, the one, one from nineteen sixty-four. With Dick Van Dyke. Dick. It's funny you said Dick Van Dyke and not Julie Andrews because <laughs> I was thinking if there was any anything that could be changed about Mary Poppins, it would be Dick Van Dyke. But now that I've seen it over and over again, Dick Van Dyke is very endearing and lovable, and I I can't imagine the movie without him. But Blazing Saddles is, uh, is number three for me. Uh, number one, it's hilarious. Oh my god! But what that film did at its time. To combat racism, <laughs> it's remarkable. I don't think anybody realized its think, intentions. Well, do you think we could actually create that movie today in the same kind of environment, or to be seen as uh, this mm. negative thing? Because Richard Pryor, if you know the history, yeah. uh, was the writer on the show, yeah. and he's the one who encouraged the the use of the word. Yes, what we now have to refer to as the N word. Well, he was supposed to play the Cleavon Little character, yes. but he was going through rehab. Yes. So could we have done that now? Uh, because I want to show my kids, because I remember when Alex, you know, uh, turned 13, uh, we had this rite of passage, and that was mm-hmm. one of the movies I showed him. Uh, and, of course, he left it all the right places. Anyhow, I just, uh, I love that movie. Mel Brooks is, I think, anybody knows us as one of our yeah, heroes. Yeah, of course. And Gene Wilder. Yeah, uh, all those people. I think. Anyhow, so when I hear Hail, you know, Hail to the Dad, Hail to the Chief, I think of that scene, you know, and the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> those little games, little little pat on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a defect. I think got a defect. But I think got a rope front of that guy. Rope for rope. <laughs> I think there was an anniversary that just just happened, right? For Blazing yeah. Saddles. I mean, who knows? What a yeah. genius movie! I, wow. I think if you're a dad from that generation, you, I mean, if you haven't seen Blazing Saddles, if you have nothing to do this long weekend and you have Monday off, hunker down, watch Blazing Saddles, and and then. Have a discussion afterwards with your kids. Talk about the themes. See what comes of it. See what they think about having, you know, a campfire with a bunch of guys and yeah. eating baked beans mm-hmm. and what might happen. And see what comes of that, too. That was, uh, when I was a kid, that was the scene yeah. that, that, that stayed with me. That stained with the me. stained with you. Yeah. So, I mean, what 10-year-old boy would not appreciate? Oh. Even a girl would appreciate that, yes. uh, that scene. Uh, so I know we have an exciting show. Yeah. We have a special guest. We do. We have Howie Weinrib, yeah. who is a very good friend of mine. He is the head of Teki, T-E-K-I, yeah. and it's a program that's run at several Jewish community centers in the New York metro area. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal program because it's good for the boys, it's good for the mm-hmm. girls, yeah. all kinds of technology, podcasting, yes. sports casting, Legos, mm-hmm. coding. It's all it's STEM, right? It's, it's STEM, right? STEM. So the STEM I mean, thing I didn't grow up in STEM. It, it wasn't like a thing. No, it, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't pop. You no. know, if you were into it, if you're into computers. You, you did computers. Yeah. You were on your Commodore oh, sixty four, yeah. and you were Commodore. 64. I, I remember doing load quote summer games comma eight comma one, and then the program would load with the floppy disk. A floppy disk. Yes, that's how we play video games. So those then. young dads, right, who are listening to our show, no idea, no, know what a floppy disk. Millennial is. dads, you. No. Probably need they a missed out on, and, and the, uh, the the authentic floppy disk. Yes. So if they grew up, they probably had the hard disk, but it was called the floppy disk. Yes. And it wasn't floppy. Well, even before the floppy disk, mm-hmm. you know, the vinyl or plastic one. Yes. You had a tape, like a cassette tape. Oh and yes. It went into a a machine that was like a tape recorder. Wow. And that is how you would get programs, games, files. It would be on a regular cassette regular cassette tape. tape. 
Well, I, I I learned something. I did not know that was a precursor to the floppy, and that's what makes you so amazing, Adam D. Is you bring this incredible amount of knowledge of so much oh, information. Stop it! You're embarrassing me. I can't. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I just can't take anymore. So we got uh, Howard on the show. It's going to be a great guest. Randy, I think it's important that dads, yes. right? We work hard. We work mm-hmm. hard with our families. Mm-hmm. We work hard at work. That dads get the time to recreate themselves. They get that time to themselves to do things. Not procreate, they, but recreate. But recreate. There's enough procreation has been going on. Now you have to recreate. Yes. Meaning doing the fun things. <laughs> so you did what it took to be a dad. Yeah. Now it's time to get some recreate. R&R and Shamil, whatever. Yes. So I had a basketball game this week. This wasn't me coaching. This was me playing. You you were playing a game. I feel, Randy, that as long as my body tells me it's okay to keep playing, I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> as long as your body. <laughs> the back is fine. The heart rate is good. Yes. The blood pressure is good. Yes. Everything seems to be. Not afraid of taking away from your family no, and taking up too much time. An hour, the, it's an hour. It's an hour it takes. Yeah. yeah. As long as everything the is. The travel's all right with your family. Your family's okay with the, the travel. travel, what? It's a five minutes to the. Well, it's five minutes. The gym. You know. Yes, it's fine. Okay. So I'm playing in a game this week, and I'm guarding this one guy. And you know, as you're playing and the competition intensifies, and your body starts to emit more sweat. Okay, I'm with you. The body also starts to emit more sense. Pheromones. Pheromones. Pheromones per se, but the guy I was guarding, he he was emitting a scent. A scent. Not a bad scent. It wasn't body odor. Was it, by any means. It was, was the it like opposite. Old spice scent? No. So it was like roses? Getting closer. Uh what could you smell better than roses? So so here's the thing. Uh, we're we're lining up for a foul shot. So right. he's in one block, I'm in the next, and okay. I'm, you know, I'm ready to box him out. Okay. And I turn to him and I go, You using your wife's shampoo? <laughs> and he turns to me and he says, Is that your form of trash talk? I, I said, Well, wait a minute. Are you using your- I couldn't help but pick up maybe maybe just a hint of elderberry. A whiff of soy milk, just a pinch of aloe, and perhaps an undercurrent of acai. <laughs> and, he, and he goes under his breath, no, I don't use my wife's shampoo. <laughs> like he was embarrassed Is by that it. your way of trash talking? <laughs> and you know what? He I'm going to keep doing this because yeah. it completely threw him off. Threw off to his game. You know why? He was using his wife's shampoo. Mm-hmm. Because it had elderberries. Look, and I've been in that situation where you're in the shower... Your manly shampoo, yeah. the bottle's empty. Yes. Right? And you go with what you got. You have to, because what are you going to do? Step, you, you've nothing else to do. You need to smell good. And you're not going to use like your ivory soap. you got to go You got to go out and get something to put on your hair. So sometimes the only body wash that's available is like the coconut scent. Oh, I love that coconut scent. So I'll use that. But it's right? like a mixed drink, though. Well, that's, and I don't know any woman who wants their man smelling like a coconut. No, but I like when my wife smells like a coconut. That makes you want to... I'm okay. Pina coladas. Yes, I'm okay if the wife smells like tropical fruits, coconuts, oh elderberries, lilac. But now I'm walking around smelling like a coconut. It's very are you, distracting. Are you wearing your wife's shampoo? Is that your version of trash talk? I think you found something there. That's my go-to. This is bad to the dead. My third child, 
Michaela. Her birthday the is tomorrow. The lovely Michaela. Happy birthday, Michaela. Happy birthday. Let's sing real quickly. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Right? And many more. And many more. Right? So she turns 13. Oh. Right? Good luck, my friend. Right? She turns 13. And then my oldest daughter, Jess, shout out to Jess, right? She turns 24. Oh, good luck, my friend. 24. Yeah. Next on the 23rd of February. So it's a big week of birthdays. Good for you. Uh, Good to celebrate these things. I'm celebrating my my oldest daughter, who's amazing, 24 years ago. And I remember the moment, you know, as a dad and how being overwhelmed about having a child. uh, Did not know what the Mm -hmm. sex was. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, with all four, had no idea what the sex was going to be. And I remember when my oldest daughter was born, Jess, just feeling, oh, my God, I have a daughter. Because I think deep inside, I really wanted a daughter. Mm -hmm. Don't know why. And so I had a daughter. And it was great, Jessica Michelle, and watched her grow. And then I remember Alex came in. My biggest concern was, you know, I love Jess so much. Mm-hmm. My daughter, I was really nervous. Did I have enough room in my heart mm-hmm. to love somebody? Oh, well, knowing you, Randy, I think that there's plenty of space to rent in that. Well, heart. the thing is, you know, that was my mindset. It's like, I only have one heart. That Will I have to give half my heart? Will I have the capacity? And, of course, Alex was born, uh-huh. right? And uh, son. And I remember everybody kept saying, oh, my God, you have a perfect family. You have a daughter and a son. And what I discovered with Alex is that my heart doubled in size. It was like I had to get split. My heart just got bigger. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't got any, anything at all, and I was so excited. And, of course, you know. you know, See a cardiologist? <laughs> I do now. you yeah. got to start taking that stuff seriously. <laughs> it's <laughs> a certain now. age. And- you know, so you have, you have Jess, 24, Alex, 21. Uh, he turns 22 in May. And then now, of course, I remember talking uh, with wife, uh, Jessa, about having another child. And as you, I don't know if you know this, the uh, uh, the tragedy piece, and actually the, there was a gift, um, is that uh, when we talked about having kids, yeah. you know, I kept saying, can I afford kids? You know, because I have, you know, I have two kids, oh, I know what they cost. Talking to my own dad, I'm not sure. Did you talk to your dad about having kids? I, I don't think it's um, like a dollars and cents conversation. Yeah. I think it's more of a general 50,000 feet advice kind of conversation because mm-hmm. I think there was a belief that, We'd figure it out. Yeah. You figure you're never ready. You're never quite ready. You're never quite ready financially. You're mm-hmm. never quite ready emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a, a piece of selfishness mm-hmm. that still lives inside you yeah. until you have the child. And yeah. sometimes that just reduces itself yeah. as you spend more time with the kid. And you realize, wow, finally there's something in my life mm-hmm. that I would give my skin yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you literally do. Yeah. And blood and heart and... Everything. You know, and so imagine right now, because, you know, you've got... Perry and Adam. I mean, Perry and Aiden. Yes, yes. little Adam, <laughs> Aiden. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? And something was to happen in your life, right? Would you want to have more kids? Now? Yeah. No, I think I'm good. Right? And it's not because I don't love my kids. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they annoy me or frustrate me. I just think that we're in a, a good place right? right now. And so that's kind of like, but my life didn't kind of end up in that way, the situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, met my incredible wife, my angel. Uh, just had Valentine's Day, right? Uh, the day of love. Uh, and the flowers work, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. So, uh, and so I, glad I can. And I actually, I read your poem. Yeah, what'd you think? Uh, talent, man. You got you got a hidden talent. I think you got to post those. I mean, you just have odes. I'll ask Michelle it's okay. The, uh, see, the thing is, the, this is I like a, a written yeah, dialogue yeah, between the two spouse, of us. And if you put it out there, no, it doesn't become yeah, our thing no, anymore. I, I, I it becomes well, the I community's thing. Special, very talented. Thank And so, truth is, you know, there's a little bit of an age different, minor age difference. Uh, and she wanted kids, and I wanted to... Right, she's a minor, yeah. and you're... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
Randy does not swing that way. <laughs> right? But she wanted kids, and I, I wanted her happy, and I, I, and I got it. But I, having gone through it before, mm-hmm. I knew the, if anything, the financial elements of it. Yeah. And not that money should stop, you should not, but there's something to think about. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened was this terrible tragedy. I lost my brother, Mark, unexpectedly. Yeah. It'll yeah. be... Uh, Lost memory. Uh, March 20th, so it'll be uh, 2005. It'll be 14 years. Wow. Uh, mm. Next month. Uh, and it transformed my life. You know, mm. I, I took the loss very hard. Uh, it was very difficult. And I remember we had just come home from the funeral, and I was walking with my dad, right? And it's one of those moments where, you know, he just lost his son. I lost my brother. And I'm not sure what happens. I said, you know, Dad, listen, you know, Jess has been talking about having kids. You know, I just know it's so expensive. You know, what do you do? And my dad, in his great advice, I guess, in that moment, uh, just said, you know, Randy, if we had waited to have kids, can we afford it? You would never have been born, right? And there's like, ding, ding, ding. And so I remember I go back and say, Jess, all right, I want to have kids. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. She goes, don't mess with me. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not messing with you. I really wanted to you know, have kids. She's like, well, what switched? And so uh, the idea that the loss of Mark is I said, I'm tired of dealing with you know, sadness. I want to bring some joy in this world. And uh, God bless me. I'm like a bull. Mm-hmm. God bless mm-hmm. me. Let's, let's put credit where credit is. Yeah, yeah. You're saying that your, your swimmers were swimming. Swimmers were swimming. Hey. I got good swimmers, right? Yeah. And, Never uh, had any doubt, Randy. Uh, <laughs> shortly after that decision, right, uh, Jess was pregnant, right? And uh, then, of course, we have uh, uh, Michaela, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, we did not find out. Uh, we had a hard time finding a boy's name. We can only pick out a girl's name. Mm-hmm. And Michaela was born. And, again, my heart just... And it was no doubt. Expanded. I'm love. And, uh, yeah, we you built for more occupancy. Thirteen years in our fort. We're going to celebrate Michaela. That's great. Tomorrow. This is all for a good thing. But, but there's a caveat. She's thirteen. Oh, right? believe me, I'm <laughs> I'm swimming in that deep she's, end of the she's pool. She's thirteen. That's right. You know, Perry's fourteen. Yeah. You know, and of course, Thir- no, thirteen. Thirteen you know, going on fourteen. Rihanna's so. ten, and so we work yeah, out. But yeah. now we have a teenager back in the house. Mm-hmm. So what I need is some sage advice from someone. It's been a long time since I had teens in the house. You know, because. Alex is going to be 21. He's been away at college. Just 24. Please help me. Well, I tell you what. Prepare me. All right. Let's make this interactive. Okay. Because right? I'm, I'm a newly minted father mm-hmm. of a teenager. And yes. There's drama, of course. Yes. All right. Teenage girls is going to be drama. But yes. for the most part, I'm very happy with how Perry has handled it. Love her friends. Mm-hmm. They've created quite a, an ecosystem amongst mm-hmm. their the, themselves. So I would put this out there to our audience. Okay. If you are a parent of a teenage girl or girls, why don't you connect with us either on social media, Instagram, at Bad to the Dad, Facebook, it's forward slash Facebook, uh, forward slash fa- forward slash Bad to the Dad bad on Facebook. Dad. Yes. And of course, you can connect with us on our website, badtothedad.com. Parent of teenage girls, parent of teenage anything. Why don't you connect with us? We'll have you on the program, and we'd love to hear about your your lessons, your advice, your experiences with parenting teenagers. How's that sound? Well, I think it's a great idea. If you have a resources page, like that. Bad to the Dad, we celebrate the suburban dad life, and we have a great suburban dad that's going to be on our program today. His name is Howie Weinrib. Howie, Howie. I can't wait to meet him. Sounds like a great guy. Howie's terrific. Uh, our kids were in the JCC preschool together in West Orange. They remain friends. Howie and I remain friends. We've we've coached together. 
and we've gone to sporting events together, and how he's an amazing guy. He started this program called Techie, T-E-K-I. Techie, T-E-K-I. Technology, uh, education, huh. knowledge, and I forgot what the I is, but... Information? Information. Uh, so he's going to tell us a little bit more about that. It's all about the STEM movement, getting STEM. kids into science, technology, ah. engineering, and math. So the programs, and, and my kids uh, have gone through these programs as well, everything from Legos to coding to video games to sports casting, and he's got a whole bunch more he's going to tell us about it. But it's a wonderful program available in a handful of community centers in the New York metro area. It's Techie with Howie Weinreich. Bad to the Dad, the podcast celebrating the suburban dad life is back. Check us out on social media, Instagram, at Bad to the Dad, Facebook, forward slash Bad to the Dad, and of course our website, badtothedad.com, where you can see pictures of all of our guests, all the tomfoolery that goes on behind uh, the scenes. tomfoolery. And of course there's always merchandise. Merch. Your t-shirts, your sweatshirts. Buy your them, buy them, tops. buy them. Yes. Summers are coming. Summers are you coming. You look really good, Randy. <laughs> In a bad to the dad white tank top, I, I can see you, you walking the Jersey Shore. I'm I, I'm all over that. I would get the tight one. I don't know if everybody else would be all over that, but I'd you be all over that. No, I'd be all over I'd that. Be I'd, all over that. I'm glad that you talked about that because I'm trying to really improve my image of the dad bod. I think I can take. I will it far. help you. I will help you. You know that's the new thing. The, the dad, dad bod. bod. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in future episodes when we have a dad who's a personal trainer on. But today. <laughs> We've got a, a wonderful guest. We have Howie Weinrib. Howie, good to see you, man. He is a dad of two boys and uh, a remarkable husband to his wife, Kara. But he is also the founder and proprietor of Techie. Now, Randy, the the STEM wave has really caught on. This this is science, technology, It's not a rose engineering. stem. A what now? Not a flower stem. No, not a, we're not talking about foliage. Okay. We are talking about ways to get... <clears throat> Our kids into science, technology, ah, it's engineering. An acronym. Yeah. It's an acronym. Yes. Something tells me you knew that, and you're just playing me right now. In case there are listeners out there that don't know what STEM okay. means, I'm there for them. You're a helper. You're a helper. Howie, great to have you on. Thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. This is really, Absolutely. Really, really cool. So, so first, tell us about Techie. How did you get involved with it, and, and why did you start it? Well, first of all, I wanted to say thanks for having me on, guys. That's uh, pretty cool. Um, Woo! Hype! High five, Ray. There we I'll go. Take, I'll take one of those, too. Yeah. I listened to the first couple of shows, and uh, it's very entertaining, and uh, it's, I'm a little nervous right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, relax. You think you're nervous? I'm a little nervous. I give you a shot of bourbon. We got some gin, tequila. I need this to go right. Yeah. This is a great little setup. I'm honored to be here. I think I made it now. You did. I made it in life. Bad to the dead. You are now world famous. In New Jersey. In New Jersey. I, I when you are on Bad the Dead, then you know. I said, I don't. I, I mean, this is it. I feel cool. I feel. I feel. <laughs> you you were cool long, cool. long before we had you. <laughs> no, yeah, Trust way me. cool. <laughs> way cool before that. I mean, listen, you're wearing your Devils yeah. shirt. You got your Red Hawks hat on. So clearly, uh, he's Bad to the Dead. I'm very, bad to the dead. very happy to be here, and thanks for having me once again. So yeah, Techie uh, STEM program: science, technology, engineering, and math. And actually, we even do STEAM. We throw mm. another yes. A in there. There it is. Arts. <laughs> arts. Arts. And athletics? I, I'd like to combine some mm. athletics in there. All right, just uh, We do art in there. And a uh, fantastic program that we run. Uh, been doing it for a while now. I started off teaching in New York City public schools. Tw this is my 20th year teaching. Mm. Get, mm. Getting old. Getting real no, old. Wiser. Getting wiser. I, I hope so. Getting better. Yes. You know. 
I think it's, it's like more, a fine wine. Yeah, well, I think it's more, more resources are accessible to you. You're probably getting better. Right? Yeah, not definitely. Getting better? Definitely getting better, and the resources and the kids are getting better too. Yeah. The kids are getting a lot smarter. So, uh, a steam program we run out of uh, out of West Orange JCC. That's one of them. We have one also in uh, Scotch Plains JCC. We partner with the JCCs. They're a great, great partner. A lot of kids in and out, and uh, we do a lot of cool stuff that. Uh, a lot of great technology stuff. I know that it's funny that our boys took a class mm -hmm. and how the the world comes around. It was a sports broadcasting class. Yeah, I still have the videos of that. That oh man, that that was and so we post much them? fun. Should we post them? <laughs> if I can find them, yeah. I'll, I'll post them. Yeah. But I, I have I have them and uh, I looked at them and it's it's funny seeing them. You know, talking about sports on on the camera and everything. And I'm like, ah, we're, we're doing this now. So. Uh, it's a great program that the, the kids, the, the kids it used to be that it was for nerds. That's what mm -hmm. it used to be for. But that's not, it's not anymore. But, you, but it's you're hip cool. to be a nerd. Well, when people it, yeah. say I'm a geek, it, that's like a cool thing now. I'm a comic geek. I'm a computer geek. That, that's hip. But it's, now, but the, the concept of nerd is taking on a whole different meaning. You know, I grew up in the 19, you know, none of your business, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I remember I was a senior and my teacher came to me and said, listen, you should really consider a path towards computers, mm -hmm. right? And that was during a time where a computer was pretty much the size of, you know, the room oh, where yeah. you sit mm -hmm. on. And you really were, you know, that is just not something you touch because that would classify yourself as. And now, everybody uses a computer. Mm -hmm. Everything, it's in your, we're all nerds. No, we are. We're all nerds, yeah. Nerd is, nerd is the new cool now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'd also say that the nerdier you are with each of the apps, yes. the more marketable you are, the more employable you are. And the more, as a kid, you can help your parents Be better, keep, keep, keep the Wi-Fi on. We call that parenting up. Yeah, no, that's the way to do it. Adam's and, kids are the IT department. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, and no, I saw it's that. True. That's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, I mean, they're, they're embracing, we're embracing this technology where we're running with it. we got robotics, coding. I mean, all this stuff that we're, that we're doing right now, um, next level stuff. So what, what are some of your favorite uh, techie programs that you introduce to kids. I really, I do like the, uh, I do like the robotics. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm big into the robotics because you, you start off, they don't know what they're doing. They don't, they don't have, a, you know, concept of really how to put everything together, and, uh, and you know, it's step by step, and they, they start seeing it and they figure out, uh, you know, how to make things move and how to program it. And it's when they finish that robot, you see it in their eyes, and uh, it sounds a little corny and cliche. Like they're really proud of their mm -hmm. work. And uh, really like the robotics. We've got a strong robotics program. Kids are really into it. Yeah. you got Legos, too. I know kids are... I think some kids get into programs like Techie because they innately love Legos. They've got the big bucket in their room, and they realize, all right, now here's a formalized program where I can do more with Legos. So they, you know, some Lego programs. Yeah, we do Legos. Uh, there's Lego robotics. We do all the different types of uh, stuff. We go up to, uh, you know, eighth, eighth, ninth grade, and... Uh, and they, they come in, you know, the parents you know, don't know what to do or don't know how to help them. Mm -hmm. you know, and they come in and they have a great time and they accomplish their goals and so far so good. And I'm very, very proud of them. Right. I do have a question. First of all, breakdown of genders, boys and girls. Um, it's more boys. Uh, we're trying to get the girls in. Um, and, and the girls are actually, you know, so much better. <laughs> there's so much I happen better. to agree in terms of sports, yeah. but yeah, they're, they're so they, they listen. Yeah, um, they're well behaved. Mm -hmm. uh, they smell better. Yes, and uh, <laughs> everything that they they do, it, it's you know organized. The boys come in. They don't do the you know just like us. They don't do the directions. They get frustrated. <laughs> they throw their stuff. Um, and eventually, they figure it out. We all figure it out eventually. But the girls definitely end up. We have we have some great girls that are in the program, uh, but I wish more girls. Yeah. 
Definitely more girls. You know, so you talk about, you know, this desire to come in. I happen to come from a background of sports, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it sounds to me that there's this kind of hands-on piece. What's it like with parents in terms... Is there any kind of competitive stuff and parents kind of come in and they have these expectations like they do sometimes in sports? And if so, how do you deal with Definitely. that? Definitely. I don't know if you've seen... Um, I don't, probably not, but they have these robotic competitions. But I've heard about them. They're oh, just crazy they're, nuts. they're cutthroat. Yeah. They're, they're the real deal. Mm-hmm. That they have a... You know, it's like uh, you walk in and the tables are out and they have to program the stuff and there's screaming and there's yelling and there are, <laughs> there are parents on the sidelines too, you know, that they're, they're, what are you doing? Come on, concentrate. Yeah. We're talking with Howie Weinrib, the founder and proprietor of Techie. You can follow Techie on Instagram at Techie LLC and it's T-E-K-I-L-L-C. T-E-K-I, that is an acronym. Yes. What does Techie stand for? Technology. Education, knowledge, and instruction. Technology, education, knowledge, and instruction. Yes. And you have uh, locations. Now, you partner with different places. Like, ironically, I used to work at the JCC, oh, yeah. so we would look for partnerships mm-hmm. uh, and the value you bring uh, to an organization like that. Um, but I understand it's not just here locally. You've got some other places. You, we, we have you a place uh, in, well, here in West Orange, and then we have Scotch Plains. We were up in um, New York for a while. I'm still mm-hmm. working on that. And uh, what we do is I don't want to... You know, draw too thin you know, or draw myself too thin so we concentrate right now big time on our locations here mm-hmm. make them really strong but big announcement that we have uh, you guys are the first to know right hey. now first to know i'm we, sitting i'm sitting good you're all right yeah we have uh, just got the word that we're going to be running a full day camp again uh we have one in west orange but we're running one now in scotch plains Congratulations. So, good for up you top, all right thank top. you all right so that's about summer camp yeah, yeah. some of the game good for you summer camp's big we were very uh we very successful in west orange and uh i uh, became friendly uh with uh, scotch plains and they were all on board and mm-hmm. Uh, full camp, you know, if you like technology, uh, they will pick you up and they will bring you and we will have a lot of fun on this one. I understand you also are a coach. Um, I, I, try, I was a coach, yeah. but now I am staying away from coaching mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm letting the, the uh, my son wouldn't listen to me. They won't listen to you. <laughs> they wouldn't listen to me. Yeah. And, but now I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a good sidelines helper. Ah, so Howie helper. and I coached together and mm-hmm. it was a coach's pitch. So this mm-hmm. is around what, like first, first or second first grade? First or second grade, yeah. And of course... Which kids have the biggest tantrums? Our kids have the biggest tantrums. You know, they're, they're the ones that are the toughest to manage mm-hmm. because we're too familiar mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. But what I loved about coaching with Howie was it was it was us two and then I think one or two other dads. Mm-hmm. Like everyone had their strengths. Yes. And we realized when we took a step back, we were like a major league organization. <laughs> so I was more like the PR general manager, <laughs> communications guy. Mm-hmm. Howie was yes. the the technique and tactics guy on the field. You know, when it came to how do I mm-hmm. how do I feel the pop up and mm-hmm. how do I get down for a grounder? That was Howie. Mm-hmm. That was I let him roll with that. And there were some other guys who had who had played the game collegiately mm-hmm. who knew what they were doing. But I was more of like the the marketing GM guy. But we made a great team because nothing ever dropped. You always knew that. You had your skill yes, set. That, that the parents season. were going to be taken yeah. care of, the kids yes. were going to be taken care of, and, and how old were the boys then? They must have been seven or eight. Yeah. yeah, very, very, yeah. very, 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 very organized yeah. for seven. Yeah. For seven-year-old baseball. Yeah. It was by accident. The organization was by accident. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they, these leagues, they have a call for coaches. Yes. So it's either yeah, feast or famine. Yeah, exactly. Either nobody joins mm-hmm. or everybody and their mother joins. And next thing you know, it, it you quite literally are, are taking a village to, to raise these kids in, in playing baseball. And that's the great segue into, you know, talking about being a dad, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, 
we always talk about being bad to the dad is that that's your full-time job. Yes. Um, yes. So we'd like to ask some questions about what's like for you being a dad and things like that. Um, off the bat, tell us about your boys. I got two boys, a uh, fifth grader, 10 years old, uh, David, and uh, I have a uh, first grader, Jacob. Um, and they're, they're a handful, you know, they're, they're, but they're good boys. Um, they both athletic, uh, David more so than uh, Jacob. Jacob's more of the steam kit, which mm-hmm. is great. So he's going to get the uh, business, the family business when uh, we move on. And, uh, so you have a transition plan in place. Yeah, right? I already do. I already <laughs> Need to know do. who's picking your nurse. <laughs> and uh, they they keep you on your toes. They they definitely uh, do. So they're both hockey players. Yes, uh, right. They, he just started hockey. Well, he uh, probably little, started because David's playing. That's right? so I'm not sure as a uh, I'm not sure as a dad. Mm-hmm. If he's doing it to impress his brother, or he actually really wants to do it, so I'm not sure. Um, but he's very athletic and he's really good. But yeah, he's uh, David was breaking down film at that same age. <laughs> um, Jacob, he's like he he's big into the Legos. First, tell me how bad your house smells. You you know what? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I had a roommate. I had a roommate in college who was a hockey player. All right, I know. And you know these these these, these two two roommates. <laughs> Rooms, yes. all right, very condensed. You bring <laughs> that smelly hockey bag oh, no. in, oh, it is. and it's fumigation it's central. So all of the stereotypes of, of like a hockey, yeah, they're true. They, mm-hmm. it, it is a pretty stinky household, but you know what? I'm not as, I've, you know, playing ball throughout my life. I'm not as stinky as other people. I don't mm-hmm. think. At least no one told me that I'm as stinky as other people. Um, and I think I might have passed that gene over to them because their, their bags are pretty bad, but... yeah. If you go into the locker room after a practice, uh, you ever see the scene in uh, in Ghostbusters when Slimer yes, nails yeah, you? Yeah. You know, and now yeah. the first time I walked in and I'm like, it's not that bad. I I, I took one yeah. whiff and I, I almost threw up yeah, right on the punch in the face. Right? It, it was it was it was it was brutal. Um, and I mean, it's always now, but now I can control my nose. I don't know if, if other people it's, can it's, do it's that. It's a skill set you develop. Yeah, with dad. Where I gag reflux. I can right? shut off smell. <laughs> and I shut off smell about ten feet before I enter the locker room, and I'm fine. And I don't know if people can do that. Well, the thing is, this is all pre-training for them to become teenagers. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So what you don't realize is that you're already in the game. Mm-hmm. It's so funny talking about when I, I'm, a, I'm a professional speaker, uh-huh. uh, and I talk to a lot of parents about with hockey people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot of stuff. I'm doing stuff with the, the youth program over here with the Devils. And I always talk about the smell of the bag. So that was the first question. Oh, it's brutal. I mean, it really is. I, I mean, what we do is my wife, a shout out to my wife, okay? Outstanding. Um, Car- Carol one. She said, don't embarrass me. She said, make sure that, you know. You, On the you, show you, or in the hockey rink? I think anywhere in life. Oh, okay. Everywhere in life. Um, and uh, she's a hockey mom now. Yeah. She, she's, uh, she's a hockey mom and uh, doing very, I, I could never imagine. You know, Carol, she's a hockey mom. Yeah. You know, she's, she's. Waking up, she did a tournament uh, in uh, Philly uh, a couple of months ago by herself, just her and wow. David. Um, I couldn't go because of work, and uh, she was a sideline reporter sending me text messages. Um, nice. She was doing a lot of stuff, so uh, so uh, respect on that one. We have an acronym from what we call we call the Mads, mm-hmm. moms as dads. Yeah, right. So she was bad to the mad. She mm. she, she was uh, she was that weekend, and uh, you know, still now to the to this uh, this season is coming to an end, and uh, we made some great friends, great team, and uh, she's she's. I wanted to get her a license plate, hockey mom, 
but it was already taken. Yeah, so, I'm sure uh, many times already, over. Already, already taken. So, so far, you know, she's doing a good job. With so that. you're waking up at like four in the morning to get five thirty ice time because I can tell you, hockey is not like baseball. No. Or when you're going to the field for practice at noon. No, it is. Hockey it is. never happens at noon. It seems to happen when the sun is coming oh, up. It's, and, you, and I gotta tell you, you have to love your kid. Mm-hmm. You have to really love your kid to get up at that kind of time, the crack of dawn, to take him to a place mm-hmm. where you sit there and freeze. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Yesterday um, was a eight eight o'clock game in Princeton, mm-hmm. and you have to be there an hour early. So uh, it was it was an early. You know, it's a cult. I think it's a parent cult. Uh, mm-hmm. This hockey, that uh, it's like everyone's in it together. And the first couple of times it was tough. I said, "This is this is not for us." But I wake my son up at you know five fifteen on a on a Saturday or Sunday, and he gets right up. So uh, I guess if that happens, then you know that he's supposed to do that. Uh, I mean, to wake up on the on the weekends earlier than I do for for, <laughs> for work because yeah. you're a bad to the dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, and but now I'm into it. I, I'm I'm into it. I, I like it. It's like a, I don't know. If, it's a weird extension of when he's out there. It's like an extension of me. You know, I'm not one of the dad like try to relive my childhood youth Good through you. through him yeah. um trying to make his own because i wasn't played i didn't play hockey he's mm-hmm. got a lot more coverage than i did i would never get on i never just wasn't around for me to do that and uh he gets out there and i'm, I'm super proud the way that he's playing the way that he's handling himself and uh, you have a, a good support of the parents. It's it's like a really like a, it's like a cult of mm-hmm. uh, of people. It's a lot, so a lot do you fun. know what the five most important words you can tell your kid after you watch them play? Has anyone told you the secret about that? Uh, no, no. Let me hear. All it. right. So the secret to being bad to the dad as a as a sports parent are these five words: I love watching you play. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what which is sometimes often forgotten because uh, in my work we discovered. That when we interviewed uh, college athletes, mm-hmm. the worst part of their youth and high school uh, and youth sports experience was a car ride home. Yeah. When we started off this season, because this is the first year that he's doing a travel hockey, mm-hmm. which oh, is oh, that's a, a lot of money. Whole, a lot of money. A lot of money. Time, a lot too. of time. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a realist. I know, well, I hope, you know, that he, you know, continues to play and to get to the NHL, to get to even college, to get to even high school hockey, mm-hmm. you have to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is not like they're just... you. You can't fake ice hockey. Yes. <laughs> you know, you, you, you possibly could fake some other sports, but ice hockey is one that you... Because it involves ice. Uh, ice and, and, and blades. Yes. And yes. Uh, sharp blades. Yes. So, and uh, glass. Yeah. <laughs> so in the beginning of the season, we have a very good head coach, and the head coach said, you know what, at the end of the game, don't break down anything. Don't say anything. Um, if anything happens on ice, I'm going to be the one that tells them. Good Because they, they don't need to hear it from the coach. And then they get in the car, then they have to hear it from me. Because I would say, well, you were offsides in the first mm-hmm. period. You did mm-hmm. this. You did this wrong. You did, you know, who wants to hear that? I know I wouldn't want to hear that, but I found myself doing that in the beginning. And uh, after the coach said that, I shut it down. I, I don't say a word. Well, you played ball. Yeah. So I'm sure you grew up in an environment where your parents. Yeah. And that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. And what we discovered is that after the game, you know, what's the best thing to do after the game? Uh, the best thing after the game? Yes, after Go the game. Go get ice cream. Yeah. Get ice cream. Uh, ice cream, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was being eat. facetious. No, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's the best you thing. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you want to you leave it on the rink. Let the coaches handle it. I'm there for an emotional support. You know, and you, you can say, then I tell parents all the time, I love watching you play. I just, because they do grow fast, trust mm-hmm. me. And, uh, and I you should say, hear what parents are saying in the game, yes. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love watching you play. Do you want to talk about it? And they'll say yes or no. And if mm-hmm. they do, great. If not, say, listen, I love you. When you're ready to talk, I'm here. You want some ice cream? 
Hockey aside, mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite moments that you've had as a dad with your two boys? There's a lot. I mean, it's a, it's a tough job being it. You know, it's a tough job. Uh, you know, seeing them growing up right now. You know, I, I time's flying by fast. Yeah, it's fun. It, and you got to what was it? Ferris Bueller said, or one of them that said you got to look around. I find it, I'm many botch people that. use that as a yearbook. Yeah, so I'm gonna botch that, but it really is uh, true. Uh, you know, I'd see them, you know, wake them up. I sleep in a bed. I'm like, there's a little man sleeping in their bed. And I'm like, man, if they're getting older, I must be getting yeah. older. And my beard's white now, you know, getting yep. white. Um, they, you know, it's a combination of stress. But uh, they're, they're uh, when I hear, you know, in the house, they're a little nuts, okay? But at school, they're pretty calm. And the teachers always have something nice to say to them um, about them. And that makes me proud that they're, that they're, doing the right thing in school and with other people on play dates that they're respectful. So when I hear that, I'm like, well, you know, we're doing a good well, job. Well, that's when you know you're doing a good job. Yeah. But I got to ask. I mean, we went there a couple of times talking about this nuts part, mm -hmm. you know. So please, enlighten us. What's it like being inside this house that's so nutty? Um, it, it, it's There's always something going on. Yeah. There, there's always, there, there, you can't just sit down and relax. That's that's uh, that's gone. <laughs> um but uh, they they're having they're having fun, you know. They're brothers, and I want them to be tight for the rest of their lives. So when you say they're brothers, kind of break that down. Just curious. Uh, it's they, they they chirp at each other. They'll one minute they'll be uh, swinging, the next minute they'll be sitting on the couch hugging each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's there's no rhyme or reason to any pattern. There's no patterns with mm -hmm. these two. Usually, I'm pretty good at deciphering patterns. You're an, you're an engineer. Usually yeah, it's, it's <laughs> zero zero. You never know what could set them off, and you know. Um, you know, my wife, she does, she does pretty much all of that. I, I'm just kind of like a spectator with that, and I just come in. So, uh, but they, they're, uh, they're keep, keeping me young. So when they part. when they need something, or they, they, they go to dad, they go to mom. Do you hear mom, it, mom, it, mom, it, mom, mom, it, dad, dad? It depends. It depends on what the topic is. If, if, they're, if they're arguing, it's usually mom. She's more of the disciplinarian nah. with that. Mm -hmm. Um I try my best. Yeah. Uh, but she's she holds down the ship, yeah. and they, they listen. They they listen to her a lot more than yeah. me. Well, that's because truthfully, is you're just a boy. Yeah, that's you're it. Just I, a boy I, at heart. And I am. I mean, I feel like I'm still only 11, 12 years old, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I got to raise these two. I yes. try try my best, but yeah. we're, we're 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 trying our best in this crazy world. It's very crazy, and uh, so far so good. Anything ever surprise you? Where you used a parenting technique, and you're like. Wow, that actually worked. Well, recently, um, threatening the calling the principal has been working. That, Ooh, all right, that, I haven't heard that, this one yet. That one has been worked. That you know, I'm going to call the principal. Uh, you know, make sure that I, you know you're behaving. Oh no, no, you know that. And I love how you're going right to the top. Because <laughs> right. I use the same technique, no, but, no but with man. teachers. Uh -huh. I say, you know, I'll call Miss Donahue uh -huh. and tell her that you're doing this in the yeah. kitchen, and she won't like that. Mm -hmm. And that's like fear of God. Yeah, but we you're go going right to the principal. Straight to the top. Mm. I, straight to the top. The haymaker. But they're doing. <laughs> they're, they're, but we're doing well in school. I said, I know, I know. But I want you to make. I want to. I want you to do it here. <laughs> You, you ever to take out the, the the phone and videotape them? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> the we, we, we've done that. We've done the fake, you know, yeah. the fake FaceTime calls. As going All right, yeah. go ahead, Is, Randy. Just real quickly, some advice. You know, we always like to end with words of wisdom oh. from a from a dad. You mm -hmm. know, and we want to share that bad of the dad moment with other bad of the dad listeners. So, some advice that you might have. So this the toughest question, and and I know that I've listened to your other shows, and you know, listening to what the other guys um, say, I, uh, it's still it's still very tough to to, to say um, but the one thing that I want to do is that if you have multiple you know kids that 
get them as a unit because that's who they're going to have uh, moving forward in our life because our time is, uh, you know, limited here. And I, I feeling comfortable that they have each other, that they're uh, friends, that they're family, and that they respect each other. They got each other's back. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's that's key. Uh, sometimes you know, I'd see my older son. You know, like they'd rat on each other. I say. You don't, you, they're brothers, you know, mm-hmm. unless, you know, the house is on fire or he's doing something that could kill himself. <laughs> yes. You guys figure it out yourself because, uh, you Spare know, I, I want you to have each other for the rest of your lives, a good relationship so that when you have kids that everyone's hanging out together. So Howie Weinrib, now that we've come to the end of the interview, I can say, I can say this. Yeah. I loved watching you podcast. <laughs> See, I even learned something you today. You learned something. <laughs> yes. And I loved watching you podcast, podcast, interview him. I'm glad that we can all come together with this giant love fest of podcasting fest. and support one another as we matriculate and grow in yeah. this craft called podcasting. Howie, thanks so much Thank for you. being a part of this. this I know, time. I know. Bad to the Dad. Again, you can follow us on social media at Bad to the Dad on Instagram, Facebook, front slash Bad to the Dad, and on our website, www.badtothedad.com. And again, check out our merchandise shirts, sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts, etc., etc. Hail to the Dad! Hail to the Dad! What a a great show. Howie Weinberg, want to thank our guest. Fascinating, techie, right? I tell you, what a fantastic guy. I mean, he was a ball player, uh, which I love, of course. Uh, I love a ball player. And uh, he's got this incredible passion for teaching kids and has developed that into an incredible business to help kids, you know, uh, with technology and STEM. I found him, I I just love the fact that he came in here and talked so great about being a dad and Mm -hmm. they kind of a little intimidated by being a dad and they're all responsible. But you can tell he loves his, he loves being a dad. He's, he's a smooth character. I'd love to see Techie have a nationwide presence, and I think it has the potential to do so. But also loved hearing uh, Howie's passion for parenting, and it's hard being a hockey dad. Yeah. He's got, he's got two Some boys. Crazy stories. Got to wake up early. Yeah, the oh, the stink. The stink. You never forget that smell. <laughs> but he handles it well. His wife, his, his wonderful wife, Kara, handles it well. And uh, just some, some great stories, and great also, information. And I also think it's uh, we're starting to see a pattern with dads, that dads are great dads through support. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all realize that uh, we need some element of support to help us kind of get through what it means to be a We're dad. We're all learning from one another, and you know the journey never ends. And that's what makes bad to dad. You know, and speaking of baseball, mm. speaking of baseball, pitchers and catchers, pitchers and catchers, recording this week. Woo! Uh, right, I love I love this time of year, spring training, which is why next week we got a great theme coming up. A great theme, RDI. RDI runs dadded in. I love that RDI runs. Those of us who live in these maritime climates where winter is winter. Yes. Right? You you get snow, you get freezing temperatures. Cold. When you hear pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring uh, training, that is the first sign that, that spring is, is right around the corner. It's right there. It's, it, you can feel it, you can smell it, you can taste it. And within a couple weeks, it'll be March. Thank you, dads. This is bad to the dad. Hail to the chief. Hail to the dad. <laughs> da 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 da